everyone, and welcome to another edition of the IA Advantage. My name is Chip Basioko, and if you're joining us today, you are likely one of the tens of thousands of independent agency channel insurance professionals working all across America, doing the noble work of protecting the futures of millions of families and businesses. Some housekeeping before we get started. This program is made possible through the support of TrustedChoice.com and the Independent Insurance Agents and Brokers of America, the Big Eye. Today's broadcast will be made available to over 300,000 IA professionals across North America via the Trusted Choice Independent Agency Network. As always, before we start, I want to urge you to make sure your agency's digital profile on TrustedChoice.com is complete and up-to-date. We crossed a major milestone, over 1 million referrals and leads delivered to independent agents across the U.S. And of course, Google continues to crawl our agency directory every hour. Having a complete and professional agency profile on TrustedChoice.com ensures that your agency is being properly recognized and showcased on the nation's most important online agency directory. I am excited today to be with Marcus Daly, co-founder of Neural Metrics. Welcome, Marcus. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you. You are absolutely welcome. We uh, we were sort of co-introduced a few weeks ago by a mutual acquaintance, mm -hmm. uh, so we haven't met prior to today, but I'm glad to meet you today. Uh, they thought you'd be a very interesting guest, and when I did a little research and saw that your company was involved in AI, I was quite intrigued. Uh, a few weeks ago, in fact, I was honored to serve as the host and moderator at the Big Eye InsureTech Summit in Savannah. And there was quite a bit of talk at that summit about chat GPT and AI. So I thought, you know what? It would be great to have my next podcast guest be an insure tech leader in that space, uh, leveraging the power of AI to help the insurance industry in innovate. So I hope you're the right guy for that. <laughs> well, I know that's a hot topic um, for sure. So I'm not, I'm actually, it's, it is good timing. We spent quite a bit of time looking at that technology and of course we've been in AI for a very long time. So yeah, good, 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 uh, good time to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get into the details and I do want to get into the details, I want you to first share with the audience a high level view. Pretend we're in an elevator. We only have 30 seconds. What's the we're in the elevator explanation of what you guys do at Neurometrics? Yeah, keeping it simple, we take a business name and address we then are able to, within a matter of seconds, uh, taking live information off the web, determine the classification for that business and the risks associated with that business in order for an insurer to be able to then uh, provide them with a quote. Um, so that, that's what we do. And it's unique in that uh, we, in particular, focus on small businesses. This is a very hard problem. Uh, where there's not a lot of information, but a great deal of need for proper insuring. So that's what we do. Cool. When was it founded? Uh, you know, I, I sometimes say 2017. It was actually founded in 2018, but it was a journey that started way back in 2017, actually. But it officially founded in 2018. And who are your co-founders? We've got Prakash Vasant and Darmendra Vasant. They're both brothers. And to be honest with you, when we talk about founders, there's several members of the team that have worked together on other projects uh, with me uh, you know, over the last many, many years. We've been working together uh, 10, 15 years, different companies, different products. And so this was just kind of the next stage in our in our professional journeys. All right. So, so a, a similar group is collaborating, it sounds like, on multiple projects. And mm -hmm. But uh, can you share a little of the backstory about 
the foundation story of neural metrics. Why did you guys decide that this was one of those projects? Yeah, you know, and it's it actually is because of the shared history that we started this. So we uh, a, a few of us had been working at S and P Global, um, and S and P Global, uh, which is headquartered out of uh, New York. Um, has a division that focuses on providing information about public businesses and one of the areas that they've wanted to really do a good job of providing information in but have had you know have struggled with is in the small business space in large part because it's just not there's no public reporting especially in the united states depending upon which country and there may be some mandated but in the u.s it's it's poorly poorly uh reported but yet we felt like there was a way to provide some perhaps not all, but some of that information and fill that, that great need for, for all different types of industries, all types, all different types of use cases. And so we, you know, started going down that path uh, back in 2017, thought we could solve the problem with AI. Um, and one of the things that we wanted to solve for was, okay, what data sets can we acquire using AI off of public records? And is there a way for us to be able to make sure that when somebody sees answers from us, that they can go back to the source uh, and see and va validate for themselves that we're correct. And can we um, solve for also not just information about the business, but their risks, their financial records, uh, you know, things that you would need if you were to do an investment. Now, we eventually found that it was a little bit hard to get the financial records and some other things for, for an investment, but we found we could do a very good job of finding information about the needs for underwriters in the insurance space. So we pivoted away from uh, the more traditional fintech space over into insure tech and focused on the insurance industry. But that was that was the genesis. That's a great story. And I, I agree with uh, a lot of, uh, you know, the conditions you put into that. You're right. The information is hard to come by. And mm -hmm. it's obviously something that's um, very valuable and needed. And right now we handled it kind of inefficiently. Yeah. So I checked out I checked out your website and um, there's a lot on there. So I certainly encourage uh, anyone else that's interested to go check it out. Mm -hmm. uh, and it looks like you have sort of two product suites. I'm going to uh, I know it's more complicated than that, but I'm just going to simplify it to that and ask you to share what each of them does. So so the first one is called smart ratio. What what is smart ratio? So that elevator pitch was really smart ratio. Um, it's industry classification and risk insights. So in other words, getting that down to the six digit next code, the classification for the business, and then on the risk insight side, being able to come back with what are the risks necessary for you to be able to underwrite that business. We do have a dashboard, we've got a UI, we have a bunch of things that allow you to be able to do that visually within a browser. But we also provide an API, which to be honest with you is the most common way that people integrate with our product and they can then incorporate that into their in-house systems to be able to have a deep integration versus just going through UI. That was actually gonna be one of my follow-up questions. Um, and in fact, uh, in a lot of the recent um, work that we've done, a lot of recent podcasts and uh, presentations, I've, industry presentations I've given, I've talked about, it feels like we are in the, uh, the sub era of, of massive cross integration and that open APIs mm. is just, it's it's a given now that all of our platforms have to have an open API. And I'm certainly glad to hear that yours does, uh, ours does as well. And uh, it's exciting when that, that we're all able to start, you know, somebody comes up with one solution that does one specific thing really well. 
and the possibility to then stack that with other solutions and come up with a greater whole, I think is one of the exciting things that's happening in our space. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, it's all about composability at the end of the day. So I agree. Absolutely. So the, uh, the other product suite that I saw in there that I also found very interesting was called Market Edge. Tell me a little bit about Market Edge and how that's different from Smart Ratio. Yeah, it's the, the reason why I don't include that in the um, elevator pitch is that it's, it is a little bit different. It uses a lot of the same technology. But what we do is we go out and for a large number of the states, uh, get the workers' compensation information those who are, are about ready to be up for renewal. And then we use our smart ratio engine to say, okay, so these, these are up for renewal here in the next few months. Do they match your risk appetites? We ask the same questions that you would ask about risk in classification. And then if they do uh, match the risk appetite, it provides you an opportunity for some, potentially some, some uh, fantastic leads that you otherwise may have missed um, if you're a carrier. So that, it's, it's kind of a lead generation engine, if you will. Uh, that's, at least that's the way we, we often talk about it. Okay. And it, it, does it have some, um, I saw a really cool inverted pyramid. I like a good diagram, by the way. And so <laughs> uh, I liked, it, it implied that there was sort of smart filtering as it went. Is that is that part of the solution? Yeah. So it, it does have, I will, I'll just mention this. It does have a UI similar to smart ratio, but it also is API driven. And, and it is, it basically is a filtering engine, right? You basically go out, screen, um, you know, well, first of all, pull in all of those who are going to have their policies up for renewal, screen out those that are obvious not fits, um, and then uh, you know, further refine that with our engines. Um, pre-qualified, that pre-qualification may be just using our engine to pre-qualify. There may be other things that the carrier chooses to do, um, and then there'll be a final list available to them to then uh, do whatever they do. Um, which may be working through an agent network. It may be direct connect. It could be a lot of different things, but that final list will then be provided to them. Gotcha. And that that part interests me a lot for in in terms of uh, possible collaborations in the future with what we do at TrustedChoice.com. I'll get probably get into that in a few minutes, maybe toward the end. We can talk about uh, brainstorm a little bit here on an open mic about uh, how things might plug together. But I think uh, I think both solutions. Uh, smart ratio and market edge are definitely uh, interesting and and needed solutions um, in our space. Yeah, so yeah, that'd be great. So, so the the uh, you know our audience is is independent. Not I mean not all. I, I'm 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 pleased to hear we, we get feedback from people that are not independent agents too, which is great. But largely, we're trying to help agents to be informed about the insure tech space and what's going on, and so. Talk a little bit about, if you don't mind, uh, how neural metrics could be could improve an agent experience. Yeah, well, um, it's a great, a great question, and ideally, and, and, and there's maybe some easy answers and some some of the more elaborate answers. But the easy answer is we want to help agents be able to grow their book of business. We want them to feel like uh, they can grow their business more rapidly. And comfortably, not with introducing a bunch of risk into, you know, whatever they're proposing being rejected, being able to grow their business more rapidly. Um, and we also want to make it, uh, and I guess this is part of growing it rapidly, right? We, I mean, the, the process of, of, of taking a prospect and giving them a quote, if we can make that so simple that there's almost no work 
then that makes their job easy so that they can focus on other areas of value add, like even just growing that relationship or upselling other types of services or anything else for that matter. So the idea of business name and address is about as simple as you can get. We actually have an engine that allows you to even input just the email address uh, as well. Um, but the idea here is that instead of having to ask them questions that the small business owner may not even have the right answer to, but that might frustrate them, that the agent uh, would then have to enter in. If we can just get it down to a, a very small set of questions, return back to the agent the answers that we think fit based on what the uh, small business says about themselves to their customers, to you know, government agencies, to other types of things that they may have to attest to that are publicly available, then we can automatically basically fill in all those uh, answers that they're seeking as an agent. They may have a conversation with a small business you know, to, to validate that. They may choose to make some adjustments if they think that those adjustments are, are merited. But that process, that means that the amount of discussion necessary with the small business owner is significantly reduced and can convert it from a, a, a very clinical conversation to one that's more friendly and can focus more on their needs, who, who they are, what, you know, what, they, what they're here for, what can I do for you versus just trying to extract you know, information from them directly. So at a minimum, and then the easy answer to that is that, right? It's making that so it's an enjoyable experience for the agent and for the small business owner. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed at how much uh, we've gotten better at not walking or not trying to force uh, every customer through a 50 question survey um, and the agents right there with it, right? And typing it all in and all that stuff. And so um, I think any advancements you can make in that regard uh, will be welcome. So that's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, and just to add to that, if you don't mind, I do, I do think it's important that when those answers are given to them, and they're like, well, no, I don't think so. It's powerful to then be able to turn around and show them, well, look, this is where we got the information from. And this is why we're saying, oh, yeah, well, that's right. We actually do do that. So for many of these small business owners, they do so many different things that it, completely unintentionally, they may uh, forget that there's a or not realize that it has that implication. And if we can help with closing those gaps, then it helps ensure that the small business owner is getting the right kind of policy, right? Absolutely. So there's a lot of value added there. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. So you guys talk a little bit about, I think I saw somewhere, uh, the small data problem. Mm -hmm. Can you share with the audience what you guys mean by that? Yeah, we talk about that a lot because yeah, there's a lot of competitors have come into the space um, and they, they have most of them have a tendency to leave the space. Um, and, and they come in because they think that they can apply these horizontal technologies, these big data technologies to these problems and then return back uh, the same kind of results that we do. They think that they can, this is an easy problem to solve, not realizing that the ice cream shop down the street that needs insurance um, or the hobby shop or whatever it may be, um, they may only, their, their, their presence online may only be Facebook. It may be um, a social media site of some kind. They may have a website, but the website is very, not very detailed. In other words, their presence online, that footprint online is very small, very bespoke. Uh, it is very, um, it's a snowflake. I mean, all of them are different. There's not a way to be able to create an easy pattern between these. And the way they describe themselves, in fact, can even vary state by state, city by city. And so um, the uh, going out and getting that information and then processing it when you are working with such a small set of data means that finding patterns 
in the traditional way that would allow you to be able to then accurately classify and then identify risks is hard. So we've, you know, we, it's, you know, think about it, right? We started back in 2018. It's taken us several years to perfect being able to extrapolate off of the information that they provide, the answers to the questions that are being asked by the carriers and do so in a way that still allows us to be able to point back to the source and say, hey, look, we recognize that they didn't spell out precisely the, uh, the, this particular risk here, but this, uh, even if it's just one word, tells you, and, and oftentimes as humans, we will do a lot of then extrapolation. Like, oh yeah, of course they do have a pool, but they may be describing it a little bit differently and it may be buried very deeply, but when you then find that in there as a risk, like, oh yeah, that's right, they do have that and you wouldn't have caught that. But that's the small data problem. If you were talking about a large business, they would elaborate the dimensions and where they're located and all types of things that are special features about the swimming pools and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But in a small business, it just may be a, something that's an afterthought. So that's the small business, sorry, the small data problem that we solve for. And, and um, it requires a lot of different types of AI techniques uh, to do that. You can't just take off the shelf big data AI techniques. You have to actually use technology that um, often is ignored at least in the mainstream, but is definitely still being developed. It's just um, not what typically comes up when people talk about solving data problems. So, and this has been, I really enjoyed that answer because it's its really um, front of mind for me in a lot of ways um, because it's related to what we do um, on trustedchoice.com. So as you're talking, I'm thinking about uh, some of the ways that in the future, you know, our platforms could potentially be uh, be integrated to improve both. Um, our core product, as you probably know, is I, I, I guess I would call it a real-time independent agent <laughs> recommendation and connection solution. You know, we're trying to uh, identify for any given insurance buyer situation in a matter of seconds, can we intelligently identify those local independent agents that are both skilled, suitable for the risk, appointed with the right carriers, uh, that have an appetite to write it, the, the, the carriers that is have their appetite to write it. Right. And then most importantly, this is the most important thing we've added recently, is, is that agent available right now to help the customer? Because mm. right now is the way people shop today. Well, regardless of what they're buying, they need, they expect, they don't want to wait two days to hear back. They're, they're moving on. They're on to the next, you know, they move on to the next agent or insurance company or whatever. Yep. And so if we can provide sort of in real time and say, hey, for that pizza shop, uh, in Cincinnati with four employees looking for work comp, we can actually recommend local independent agents that that have the uh, the appointments to write a pizza shop, have experience writing pizza shops, and most importantly, have indicated they're available to talk right yeah. now. Yeah. And so we're sort of becoming like the, I, I, I'm loosely using this phrase, sort of the Uber of insurance <laughs> um, and, and API accessible as well, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just wondering, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think since we, we deal with trying to, uh, in order to make that recommendation, pull those agents, figure out which one's available to talk right now. We kind of have to look at the risk profile yeah. and we have to consider appetite and so forth. So somehow that makes me think maybe we could be calling, yeah, I don't know, know if it's smart, smart ratio or market edge, but whatever, we could be calling your system to possibly help us figure out some of that stuff a little faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I, I think so. I mean, look, we've, 
I know this is not an exact match to what you're saying, but I do think it helps align, show that they were aligned culturally um, and certainly philosophically. You know, we agree on exactly exactly what you're saying, which is people don't want to wait. If they wait, they will leave and go somewhere else. That's that's true for the agents, and it's true for um, the small business owner who's trying to get insurance. The small business owner doesn't want to have to worry about this. I mean, this is just a they know they need to offset their risk, but they've got other things to do. They've got a business to run, and so. For us, it's been how can we, within a matter of seconds, provide this information so that we become an integral part of the process, including the process you just described, um, where uh, there, there's not we're not a friction point, but rather we are at a minimum a data point. Even better, if there's a way for us to be able to automate some of, of what needs to be done. Um, so, for example, if we uh, if an agent knows that a particular small business is coming in. Um, there's an opportunity to be able to then pre-screen them using our tool um, so that they can have then a meaningful conversation. Um, there's a opportunity to be able to look at their current book of business and be able to go back through that and see maybe that there's better policies that would be available to them because the agent didn't realize that there were these risks or that they fell into a different classification. Um, there's also ways to go back and say, hey, um, they, you're paying too much for that policy because we didn't realize that in fact, you don't have the risks we thought you did, and uh, you know that premium they're paying could actually be reduced, or that it should be increased to make sure that you're actually going to get the coverage you need if you do have something catastrophic happen. But I think all of those are things that can happen uh, before meeting, while meeting, uh, looking at a, a you know a current book of business. So, so in other words, not even actually involving the small business owner. But I think all parts of the life cycle, there's an opportunity to be able to have this at least augment the work that the agent does at a minimum, perhaps even automate some of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. You, you just rattled off a really good list of value adds that, uh, that I think every agent needs. And for that matter, every IA insurance company as well. So sounds like you, go, you guys are working on a lot of uh, very interesting and very important stuff. Um, I want to make sure before we leave that uh, you get to have the last word and talk about anything we forgot to talk about. Is there anything else you want to share? Uh, good. Thank you for the up. Yeah, no, this is the first of all, just thank you for um, bringing me on. I think it's great to always talk about these things. I I had an interesting conversation the other day that I might share. And I, it's just a, maybe a, a, a thought exercise that I might share with folks. I, I think it's easy. And I'm sure you've experienced this too over, over many years to get caught up. In fact, you and I were talking about this before we even started the podcast. It's easy to get caught up in seeing you know, chat GPT, which is the thing of the day, um, or some other AI uh, that's out there. And, and I kind of feel like we're living through this new wave of AI. It's kind of having its moment. And that's a good thing. I do. I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. But I, get, I want to go back to what I was describing earlier between verticalization and horizontalization. Um, these systems like chat GPT are, while very, uh, I think they're going to add a lot of value. And I think they will probably even add a lot of value in the insurance space. There's a difference between something that's a horizontal sweeping view of, of the world and there's something uh, very different from that that is very vertical and goes deep, right? And answers some very specific questions and does so accurately. I think that accuracy is, is key. And when you get into these small businesses where they're no different than a large business, they rely upon making sure that what they are paying for is going to cover them in their, in their time of need horizontalization is typically not the best way to go. So 
um, you know, we, uh, we as an AI company are always sweeping out and looking out, okay, what are the new technologies? Can we incorporate them? Can we, um, can they be used to improve our accuracy, improve our timeliness, improve our relevancy? Um, so, and then when they do, we incorporate them. Uh, and so I think the value of working with a partner like you, uh, a partner like us, is that as long as we are forward thinking, then when these new, gener- these new you know, leaps in technology like Chat GPT occur, and we are absolutely open to uh, incorporating them into what we do, then you're guaranteed to not only benefit from that technology as it comes online, but benefit in a way that doesn't put you, your business, if you're an agent or your business, if you're a small business owner at risk, right? And so anyway, we, that is how we approach things. We always prioritize quality first and make sure that the output of what we're doing is something that you can rely upon. So anyway, I just thought I'd share that, especially in light of all the hype around chat GPT these days. <laughs> well, uh, the hype around chat GPT, you're right, is um, it's fun. And you're, as you said, it's having its moment. Yeah. I think it's, uh, if nothing else, it's giving a lot of agents um, a reason to think about it, a reason to talk about it, a reason to inquire. Um, with any new technology, you know, there's fear, lots of fear about what's what all implies um, maybe we'll do that on another podcast, but um, yeah, but yeah, this has been fun. I forgot to ask you where you are located. I totally forgot. Yeah. You know, I do. I do. It's funny. My whole career, I've traveled all over the world. I still do um, just for, for, for business, but uh, my home is in uh, just South of Salt Lake city, Utah. I uh, love the outdoors. Not much. I used to snowboard a lot, but these days I'm out camping and hiking and, those types of things with my family. So it's great. If you love the outdoors, no place better than Utah. That's for sure. I do. I like, I like fly fishing. I got to come out and meet you in person. We got to, we got to go enjoy some, some of uh, the great outdoors. That would be great. Well, the rivers are going to be full of water this year, man. So if you want to do that, spring will probably be one of the best springs you'll have. So. (laughs) All right. We'll have to think about how we do that, but I want to thank you. Did you have fun today? Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. I really appreciate it. You bet. Well, everyone, that is it. I want to thank my special guest today, Marcus Daly, co-founder of Neurometrics. As always, I want to remind everyone listening to take a few minutes each week and look around. We are living in the golden age of insurance innovation. I think we just heard that from Marcus, so please enjoy it. I want to thank all the folks that make this program possible, including Central Insurance, Encova, Main Street America, Safeco, Selective, State Auto, Travelers, Westfield, and of course, The Big Eye. And one more reminder, please check out your agency profile or your your IA company profile on trustedchoice.com. Your digital footprint matters now more than ever. Thank you, everyone. This has been the IA Advantage, and I am Chip Basioko signing off. Have a safe and prosperous week, everybody.